this is Agriculture Month. March is, as we launch into the month, Michigan Agriculture Month. And we take the month to celebrate our farmers. Uh, I think the word diversity is overused, but you can't deny the diversity of products that come out of this state. Nick was just telling me, I didn't know this. Do you know our state, Michigan, number one for the most potatoes grown for potato chips? Now, let's find that out for sure. Because he's the tourism guy. What does he know from farming? But <laughs> Chuck Lipstrow joins us now. Chuck is the president of the Michigan Agribusiness Association. Chuck, welcome to your morning wake-up. Good morning. Hi, sir. Good to be with you. Welcome to March. Yeah, man. Uh, this is your month. It, it, the, I, th- I would say, think spring and fall, you gear up big time, don't you? You know, it's a busy time uh, for farmers and rural businesses uh, that are that are gearing up for the planting season. That's going to be on us uh, very soon, uh, but it never slows down in the industry. As you okay. mentioned, it, uh, we have an incredibly diverse Michigan agriculture industry. We're proud of it. Uh, it's a year-round endeavor, uh, and these are innovative, uh, exciting businesses. Whether we're talking about farmers or or their rural business advisors or anybody else on the on the food value chain, but uh, it, it is an exciting industry. We're excited to celebrate it uh, here in March, you, Food and Agriculture Month here in Michigan. Yeah, and uh, okay, that was an aha moment for me when Nick said that we are number one for the most potatoes, for pota- not for baked potatoes, for, for the potatoes that are grown for potato chips. True? Michigan is the, the chipping potato state, absolutely. And huh. uh, when, when you think about, so let's talk about potatoes for just a second, right? Um, one of more than 200 crops and commodities that we grow in the state of Michigan. Just one. But when you look at the economic impact just from the potato industry, uh, you know, it's not just potato farmers benefiting from demand, strong demand for for Michigan potatoes and, and snacks and shipping potatoes. It's all of the different businesses that might work with those farmers to help them be successful. That starts before the growing season even begins. They're working with what we call ag retailers. These are rural businesses. They're dotted out there around the countryside. You may not even know when you drive by one, but they're selling seed and fertilizer and chemistry and technology to these potato farmers and other farmers uh, so that they have the tools they need to be successful and provide a reliable, high-quality, and affordable crop. Uh, And then take that through... The growing season, you've got the farmer themselves who's taking on substantial amounts of risk every year to to do this work. And then all the way up through the value chain, truckers, rail, uh, the processors and and shippers that are actually making the snacks. Uh, the, The impact is incredible. The, the average person, which I am one, although um, some would say below average, but we don't really grasp the amount of business that goes into the farming industry, and it is an industry. We don't really grasp that here in Michigan, well, I, any state probably, of what has to be done business-wise, do we? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think that's a, necessarily a, a bad thing. I mean, look, there's all sorts of industries as an ag guy. 
that I don't know a lot about, but I'm sure that there's a there's a ton happening in all of them, right? We don't expect everyone to be an, an expert on every facet of farming and agriculture. That's why Food and Agriculture Month is so important. It allows us to, to spotlight some of these things. But these are incredibly complex businesses. You're spot on. At the yep. farm level, again, we mentioned the farmer is taking on substantial risk and uh, managing a business, just like we would think of any other uh, small to medium-sized business operating. And then as you look at our members, uh, grain elevators, feed mills that make animal feed, uh, companies that produce seed and chemistry and fertilizer and all these different things and transport uh, everything that moves in the ag chain, um, obviously they, you know, they have the same concerns that uh, the broader business community would have. So absolutely, it's, uh, it, it's a very complex system. Um, probably more complex than meets the eye for most people. Uh, and we get to highlight that a little bit this month. Well, and so much uniqueness. And uh, like I said, to get back to the diversity of stuff, I has also found out that we uh, grow a ton of pickles and things like that. But uh, Chuck Lipstro from uh, president of the uh, Michigan Agribusiness Association, a little bit of, uh, you know, business is all about partnerships, relationships and that. I, I'm, I'm wondering if we can talk a little bit about um, kind of the overall partnership that farmers have, Michigan Agriculture, and MSU, uh, there's a big relationship there on a number of levels in there. Absolutely. So Michigan State University, aside from being the nation's premier land-grant university, this is the first university that was created as an agricultural college after the Morrill Act was passed 150-odd years ago. Uh, has got a lasting and strong partnership with our industry. And it's really hard to understate the importance of the work happening um, here in the Lansing area at Michigan State and around the state at research stations uh, in terms of the, the impact then that Michigan State researchers have got on the broader agricultural industry. Um, for our association and our, our business members, Michigan State is there uh, to help with continuing education, with training, with information sharing, and importantly, they're continuing with cutting-edge research on all of the different issues that will impact our industry in the years to come. You know, right now, just to, just to name one sort of very interesting segment, is uh, the focus on climate-smart agriculture. Where is sustainability headed in the next decade or two? Uh, and how does the Michigan agriculture industry position itself for success? Uh, amid that change. And we could talk about that for an hour, which we don't have. But Michigan <laughs> State is right there at the forefront of, of these emerging issues. And, and we need them there. And, and we're glad we're glad to have that partnership. But for anybody listening here in the Lansing area, uh, I, I just think it's really important to know the, um, the, the close partnership there with the, the College of Agriculture and, and the broader MSU community. And let's 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 just uh, talk a little bit about jobs because you have you have big farms, yes, of course, but you have small farms. Within those farms, um, a lot of self-employed people, but there are a number of jobs and careers—not just jobs for hours for dollars, but a career and a life path in farming. Even if maybe you didn't even think about it, maybe you weren't part of FAA or uh, or or any or FFA, sorry, uh, or any of that, 4-H. But there's a number of different jobs and career paths you can take in agri- agribusiness, is there? Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I'm a good example. I grew up in a city in, in Lincoln, Nebraska, college town, and have been working in agriculture here for about two decades. And I continue to work in agriculture because I find it to be about the most interesting thing you could possibly be involved in. 
the amount of technology and innovation that's happening in, in the agriculture industry is second to none, which means that there's jobs across the board. doesn't matter what you've been trained to do. There is a job for you in agriculture here in Michigan. It's not just on the farm. It, you know, it's worth noting, you mentioned there's small farms and big farms. That, um, one thing we did learn here, at the USDA just released its latest agricultural census, uh, 95% of farms nationwide continue to be family-owned and operated, which I think is incredibly cool. Uh, but oh, beyond awesome. that, there are um, there are jobs in basically anything you could possibly want to work in connected back into the food system, right? Because, you know, it starts on the farm, but it goes all the way through the transportation chain and the processing chain, all these different uh, segments, which means that here in Michigan, agriculture is responsible for jobs in our smallest towns right on main streets in rural Michigan, all the way to our very biggest cities where there's substantial transportation and, and processing infrastructure. Uh, so it's really exciting. All told, uh, when you look at the whole, the entire food system, including groceries, grocery stores and restaurants and everything else, all the way back down to the farmer, agriculture is responsible for around a quarter of the jobs in our state. Wow. And we've always got to eat. And so they're not going away. And, uh, yeah, look into it. Are there um, programs for, say, city kids or people who aren't didn't grow up on a farm, haven't done it, which I strongly suggest always try to get at least a little bit of farm work in if you're a kid. Your children should do at least a little farm work. I'm telling you, are there programs to get kids started? I mean, there's a oh, FFA, sure. yeah, there's, there's 4-H and all of that, but beyond that? Well, let's start there because, you know, if folks might think of FFA and 4-H as programs for just, you know, rural communities and farms, that's not the case at all. Uh, mm-hmm. There are 4-H programs serving uh, every city in the state of Michigan, and including our very biggest cities, and, and 4-H operates nationwide. FFA, same deal. You can be involved in FFA whether or not you come from a farm. And there's all sorts of, of education and opportunity to, to grow in agriculture. Or if you're just somebody who may want to, as you mentioned, be exposed to what's happening in farming and agriculture, uh, you will find that uh, both those programs are, are great opportunities just to get some, maybe some initial background on what's happening in, in the food system. But no, n- not at all limited to uh, small towns or, or, or farms. Yeah, groovy cool. Celebrate the agriculture in our state because, I mean, we're a huge player in the international market. Chuck Lipstrow, president of Michigan Agribusiness Association. Happy March Agriculture Month. Uh, there's probably a parade, or there's not, there should be. So, uh, we talked thanks. about this last year. There's no parade yet. But, Come on! Uh, we, we are excited to celebrate Food and Agriculture Month here in Michigan and, and appreciate the time to spotlight the industry. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks, sir. See you, Chuck. 1320 WILS. Uh, yeah, it is something. And, uh, yeah, really, do some farm work. Get your kids involved in farming, gardening, something. It's, uh, it's good to get your hands dirty. 1320 WILS. Mike Austin back in a minute. Boy.